0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Roots of Humanity, a podcast that celebrates the beautiful people and culture of our world. My name is Drew Binsky. I'm a world traveler and content creator who has spent the past 12 years traveling to all 197 countries in the world. In today's podcast, Paninguak Hillman tells the story of how she reclaimed her cultural identity as an indigenous Inuk Greenlander, despite the after effects of colonization and widespread mental health stigma. A jack of all trades, working at the intersection of media and social justice, Paninguak is a force to be reckoned with, and she's on a mission to put Greenland on the map through Instagram and TikTok.
1: I'm so grateful to be giving this platform to use my voice, and I just hope. More of this will come in the future.
0: In this surprising high-stakes conversation, I reminisce about my excursion to Itotokormit, one of the most remote settlements in the world. But Paningwak reminds me that Greenland is so much bigger and so much more diverse than just igloos and eating polar bears. After all, this is the world's largest island, but it's only home to 50,000 lucky people. What does everyday life look like here? How have younger Greenlanders begun the collective process of healing, empowering themselves to overcome intergenerational traumas like alcoholism, suicide, and diminishing recognition from the Danish government? With an inspirational level of honesty, Paningwak reveals her own personal story of overcoming, choosing to love herself through mindfulness and nature, and the sacred ancestral art of tattoos. Thanks for tuning in and let's get into it. Hey, how's it going
1: amazing thank you so much for letting me talk to you i'm so honored
0: my pleasure you know i tried to um i was gonna announce you by name but then i don't want to look stupid and mess it up so can you please uh show me how to pronounce it yes
1: yeah, so the p is like silent it's banningwa and it means the sweet daughter in greenlandic
0: Paningwa, is that right banningwa Beningwa, that's awesome. Are you a sweet daughter?
1: Yes. I know my mom and dad is very proud
0: of me, so... I guess that's all that matters if you make your parents happy, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you do. You have a very inspiring life. I want to dig deep into Greenland and Greenlandic culture because it's absolutely fascinating. But before we do that, introduce yourself.
1: My name is Beningua Keilman. My last name is from Germany, from the whale hunters, I think, and I'm 32 years old. I'm a single mom of two. My daughter, Mila, is 11 and my son is about to turn four. I'm currently transitioning from university to business school because I found out what I really wanted. (laughs) And I'm a freelancer in the media world. I'm a producer, casting director, editor, whatever you want me to do. i do it i do many things and my main purpose the past few years has been to put greenland out in the world map because i've realized with social media how little people know about greenland so that's something i've been doing for the past two years with mainly instagram and other than that i post videos in greenlandic about mindset and how to have a better life in greenlandic on facebook for my greenlandic audience
0: which is only what like 30,000 because of the population.
1: (laughs) We are about 56,000 people living here and not all have access to Facebook. But my background is when I was 16 and 19, I tried to commit suicide. And suicide is one of the biggest problems here in the country. We have world's highest suicide rates. Why is that? I think it's mainly because of the colonization, how the Danish government tried to make us Danes tried to take our language, our traditions, our culture and the very fast modernization that happened during the 50s, 60s, 70s. And you know, they sent people to Denmark so they could become Danes. And one of them was my mom. She was 11 and I have an 11 year old daughter now. I would never send her to Denmark to become a Dane. It's absurd. But it happened to my mom. You know, we grew up not proud of coming from Greenland. It wasn't something to be proud of when I was younger, but it's thankfully changing now. So I went to rehab when I was 19 years old. You know, people, mainly Danish people, they make jokes of Greenlandic alcoholics because it's also a huge issue. But I've been sober for almost 13 years now. I will reach my 13 year mark, July 8th.
0: Congratulations. Thank you.
1: Uh, and my parents have been sober for almost 18 years. So they're the one who broke the cycle. When you say
0: sober, you mean just from not drinking alcohol or other substances? Everything,
1: clean Everything. and sober for almost 13 years since I was 19.
0: So your late teenage years, you had a rough time just trying to identify yourself. Maybe feeling like you were hated on. Also, I can't. I imagine that the cold weather, especially in the winter, uh, no sunshine, that contributes to a lot of depression for Greenlandic people.
1: Yeah. I began drinking when I was 13, so the six years I was drinking were dark times. But then I realized I wanted to live, I didn't want to die, and I've been trying to create a better life ever since. And I'm pretty proud and happy where I am today. And I just love to put Greenland out there because so many don't know anything about us. And it's only when Trump tried to buy us, or he like made that statement that the world kind of opened their eyes to us. I'm just so happy to be able to put Greenland out
0: there. That's really inspiring and, and um, you know, really sorry to hear about the struggles you had growing up. And it seems like you've really turned it around and you're in a great place. Now your Instagram is really nice. It's fantastic. You have 20,000 followers and those people are all learning about Greenland all the time. And that's really, really cool. And it's great that you can use social media into your advantage in that way. Uh, and you're going to school and everything seems to be doing a lot better than it was 12 years ago. So I really respect and appreciate that. And thank you for opening up. That's not easy to do.
1: It's okay. I just, I won't ever be silenced again. I won't ever feel shame again of my background and who I am and where I come from. So I'm just happy to see more and more young, Greenlandic people being proud of coming from Greenland.
0: Beautiful. On that note of beautiful, I really want to note your tattoo. So uh, some, some people will see this in video form on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel where I post the podcast. So if any of you guys are listening and want to watch the video, go to Roots of Humanity on YouTube. It's, it's a separate channel. But for those that are just listening in audio, I want to let them know that you have really, really beautiful two uh, vertical lines next to each other that are just below your bottom lip and they go down to your chin. And then also on your hand you have a bunch of cool lines. So, uh, yeah, that's really 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 cool. <laughs> Can you talk about oh wow, on your chest yeah. as well. Where else do you have tattoos?
1: Uh, right here. It says I heart Mattek. It means well skin and it's a tattoo to, a tribute to my father. His nickname is Mattek, well uh, well skin. Also, it ha- it has a double meaning. It's both our delicious food, the Mattek, but also my dad. Very All cool. of these are hand poked.
0: What's the inspiration behind the facial one? Is it is it have to do with anything tribal related?
1: It's a Greenlandic traditional hand poked tattoo. So when the colonizers came three hundred years ago, they forbid Greenlandic people to practice these things. So these almost disappeared. And it's only the past five, six years that we are revitalizing and reclaiming this art form the tattooing and I got mine 5 years ago as one of the first ones in Greenland I think were about 5 who had it back then
0: How do they do it
1: You traditionally do it with a needle hand poke it's not with a machine so there is meanings to all of them and we have amazing tattoo artists Greenlandic tattoo artists and other Inuit in Canada and Alaska who has been researching what's left out of what the colonizers tried to erase and forbid.
0: There's a girl that I know on Instagram. She does a throat singing. Her name's Shina Nova. I'm sure you've come across her before.
1: Yeah, we know each other. We follow each other.
0: I actually was in contact with her like before she get 100 million followers. She also tattooed her face recently in a similar way. Um, So you guys are connected. Are you both you're both Inuits?
1: You know, Inuk is singular and Inuit is plural, so you don't have to add the s. So it's Inuit. About
0: Inuit. Oh, Inuit. That's
1: plural. Yeah. Inuit. We are both Inuit.
0: Like sheep. Yeah. Sheep is plural. Yeah. It's the word? Go ahead.
1: <laughs> We're both Inuit. So we are connected and that's why we
0: Is it like So when I look at the map here, I mean I guess Nuke or your your city in Greenland, is not that far from northern Canada. It's actually right across the, the bay there. But how similar are the cultures? Are you Do you like similar language, similar yeah. lifestyle, similar, or is it kind of different?
1: It's so similar that it's absurd. Uh, I can understand Inuktitut, the Canadian Inuit dialect, and they can understand the Greenlandic Inuit language. And we all eat the same food and we all have the same clothing not entirely the same but very similar and we all have the same facial features and we can like look at each other and you know just know that we're from the same dna i guess
0: can you give me a little uh sentence
1: what that mean? my name is benny i come from greenland thank you so much for letting me talk to you
0: that is so cool how many different dialects are in Greenland?
1: Oh we have the West Greenlandic, that's the official language. And then we have East Greenlandic, which I cannot understand at all. And then we have the northernmost Greenlandic dialect, we say Avanoswam mute. And I don't understand them either. I need a translator to both East and North Greenlandic.
0: So I went to Eastern Greenland. I went to a town called Itotokormit which is one of the most isolated uh, places in the world. I took the I took a cruise ship from, really, from Norway to Iceland, and then we crossed the beautiful uh, Greenland National Park, which is the, the biggest national park in the world. What's it called? East Greenland National Park or something like that? Yeah. It was so, so, so amazing. So many icebergs. We went in, like, July, so we got 24 hours of sunshine. And then we arrived on this tiny little beautiful colorful town called Itotokormit. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of this before, but they live in complete isolation. There's no town within like a thousand kilometers, like no settlements. I mean, they rely on like really whale and polar bears, what they've been eating for centuries. But also when cruise ships come in, they bring them some snacks and some other things, but they have no dentist. They have no... Like doc- I mean, they have a doctor. The, the town is just a couple hundred people, maybe a thousand. I don't know. But it's really fascinating to see how they live so isolated, but they're happy. And they, they had like one little jail with, no- they, they said no one's been in there in like five years. I actually made a video on YouTube. If you type in Greenland Drubinsky or, or Itoto if you know how to spell that, I just type in I-T-T-O-Q-Q. That's all I know of how to spell that word. But it's, it's really cool. And I, I do know that they're totally different than in the West. I mean, different language, different everything. What can you say about that town in Greenland and maybe just the diversity overall in the on the island?
1: We usually say that Nuuk, the capital city, is very urban and international. We have so many different nationalities here and we have so many restaurants, cafes, movies, fitness, swimming hall. It's a tiny European city. When you go outside Nuuk, In my own personal opinion, you go to the real Greenland. It's where you speak only Greenlandic. Because here in Nuuk we talk like Greenlandic Danish mixed because we're under Denmark. Our passport, our nationality says we're Danish people. And I know how East Greenland is, and I know everything about Ittokokhtormid and Asila. So you definitely need to go to West Greenland to experience the other part of Greenland because it's two
0: I would love to. Different... Would you show me around?
1: Yeah, it's two completely different cultures and languages and way of life. I cannot imagine living in a place like Ittokokhtormid with that few people and no stores no nothing
0: <laughs> when i got off the cruise ship they told everybody um do not feed them like candy or anything because they don't have a dentist there and they also said do not eat the food in their gift shop because they only have like one gift shop and, or a snack shop or supermarket and if they run out of stuff and if no boats are able to go across and they have to just eat what's in the water speaking of eating what's in the water they eat you know, polar bear and walrus and whale and it's normal. And when I mentioned that in my video, I got a lot of comments like, oh my God, why would they do that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen guys, this is like the only, they can't grow corn and rice and vegetables. This, it's like they eat that or they don't live. I mean, going back thousands of years, you guys eat whale too. And you have a tattoo on your arm about that. What do you want to say to those people that are always like questioning your way of life by eating whales uh, when in Greenland, that's what you have to eat?
1: Yeah, you know, people don't understand that when we hunt, we use everything, everything for survival. And it's been done for thousands of years. When you hunt a polar bear, the skin is made to clothing to survive. The fat is used to have light. Everything is used. None of it is thrown away. We don't hunt for fun. We hunt for survival. Uh, And even in Nuke, we are... We have many fishermen and hunters everywhere in Greenland and people need to understand this is something very important to us that's been going on since forever. This is not a hobby. Like People are dependent on survival for all the animals. None of us abuse anything, any animals at all. So I would never understand why anyone would have anything against it. Because you need to be here to see how like, extreme the weather can get, how cold it can get, and how... Even in Nuk sometimes we are low on food, like in the supermarkets. Um, especially during winter, it's like we don't have any fresh fruits and meat, you know? So yeah, I just hope people will understand that this is for survival.
0: Very well said, oh wow here' it's, it's just cool to hear that because if I say those words out of my mouth, people will give me a lot of negative feedback and say da 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 but it's great to hear that from you because i I agree it's that's how you guys survive. There's not many things happening up there in terms of crops and vegetables, so speaking of things to do, what do Greenlandic people do to have fun? Do you go snowmobiling in the winter? do you go skiing? Do you go on a boat? Do you go to the movie theater? Talk about just kind of like everyday life for Greenlandic people, specifically in Nuuk.
1: So here in Nuuk, we love to go to cafes and have a cafe latte, cappuccino, cakes. And a lot of young people have snowmobiles and snowboarding and sailing so it's all up to you and in the summer it's so nice to go out sailing and sleep in the huts that's around the area like you sail half an hour an hour and then there are like cabin huts hiking is also very fun i hike myself and i enjoy it very much so You know, when you step out, you're literally in nature. That's the best thing. And when I step out here, I can see the ocean right now. So I usually just go by the water and sit and breathe to decompress and take the stress off myself from my busy everyday life. And yeah, many, many young Greenlandic people are on social media and very modern (laughs) because usually, you know, people think we still live in igloos. And all of us (laughs) hunt polar bears. I've never seen a polar bear myself and something I asked my Instagram followers, the Greenlandic ones, something important that I should say to you. And one of them was, we have no roads between each city. So you need to either fly, sail to get to another town or a settlement. So we just don't go and visit other cities just like that. It's very expensive everything is super expensive i don't know how we survive i don't know how i survive and especially
0: is it like iceland i was in iceland last week is it like iceland prices
1: i think it's more expensive
0: what's the minimum wage
1: every two weeks i would say i know people can get like about a hundred dollars so maybe two hundred dollars a month something like that
0: no way There's no way it's more expensive than Iceland and they only make 200 bucks a month. That's crazy. kind
1: of, I might be wrong.
0: So does everybody just live with their family so they don't pay rent essentially? No,
1: but we have huge housing problems because it's expensive to rent and the renters takes advantage of that. So you need to really kind of overwork yourself to be able to make a living. But you know, they're building a lot here in Nook. But I know that the development of other cities are very slow, much slower than Nuuk. So Nuuk is the place that where everything is happening. It's very fast.
0: Yeah.
1: And you need like they're building seven buildings right here across my building right now. And they're making lots of noises every day. So it's massive building these years. It's so weird to see. And even like tiny skyscrapers are emerging (laughs) downtown and... It wasn't like that when I grew up and this town has about 18,000 people living.
0: How many of those 18,000 do you know by face or by name? Like if you walk in the supermarket, do you always see somebody you know? Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah actually. And it's quite normal to see someone you know and you don't even say hi or react sometimes, you know, and we don't take it. It's crazy. Personal.
0: To... It's crazy. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona right now, which is polar opposite it's 115 degrees fahrenheit or about 47 degrees celsius today you can actually boil an egg if you open up an egg and you put it on the street it will cook that's how hot it is and i'm in a city of six million people so it's pretty when i look over at my map here i'm like oh my god i i would do anything right now to be in uh to be in nuke so i'm i would love to come there and make a video so i'm gonna count on you showing me around and we'll do something really cool yeah and we'll put it on the map. We should
1: definitely take the new Guadu taxi and do some fishing and go to the restaurant that's like an hour from here and make them cook the fish that you caught because you can do that.
0: That sounds amazing. I'm I'm assuming that almost everybody in Greenland is is educated. No. Like there's like no, there's no like slums or there's no like poor or poor areas where people live and they don't go to school or am I wrong?
1: You are wrong. I personally was kicked out of school when I was in 11th grade, and I was 25 when I finished children's school, 11th grade. And I was 25 when I started in high school.
0: 25? Yeah,
1: I was 28 when I graduated from high school. Super pregnant with my son. Yeah, of course, we have more higher educated Greenlandic people. I want to say it as it is. Many young Greenlandic people are suffering from mental health issues from the intergenerational trauma and i would say that this generation is healing we are more open about our social problems and what happened to us many of us are kids of alcoholic parents and their parents were alcoholics so we are healing and we are trying our best with the resources that we have to survive but i don't want to sugarcoat it and um, like not mentioned that we have suicides happening every week. We have high rates of criminal activities also. Like what? Sexual abuse is also a big problem here. I feel in a way that sometimes our government is like ignoring these problems and just focus on building that big airport that we have that they're building so we can have an international airport in Nuuk. They focus on like mass development in the country and kind of forget the people who's actually living here and they just like raised the prices for food again recently and i see so many updates on facebook from well-educated Grenadian people who are even struggling now to like make it work so i usually also talk about all these things openly on my social media platforms and just try to give hope to the young people We still need a lot of educated Greenlandic people. And we have many now, but we still need a lot.
0: Wow. Those are really powerful words that you're saying. And it's something that I, even I didn't know about Greenland. You know, I I went to such a small part of the island. By the way, is it the second biggest island in the world or is it the biggest? It's the biggest. It's the biggest. It's bigger than Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That is absolutely. There's only 50,000 people living in the world's biggest island. 50,000 people live within a half a square kilometer of me right now.
1: I cannot imagine that. I've been traveling too, but I always need to come home to breathe. Whenever I'm out traveling, it's fun. There's so many people, it's warm. But you know, I always have the sense of not being able to breathe. Like there's so many people and it's so moist like that. And then when you come here, you're home, you're by the ocean, it's silent and you can breathe. That's the true medicine for me. Like I would never, ever live anywhere else for a long period. I want to live. I want to try to live abroad, but I'm going to end home because I want to live here and grow old here simply because it's good for my mental health to open the door right now, see the ocean, just silence.
0: You must hate New York City.
1: <laughs> I haven't been in New York. I've been in London like, how can people live in a place like that? It was fascinating. You're not there, you know? When you walk by all these people so busy, you're really not there. And here, people are so giggly, welcoming, like open. We're always open to talk to people, especially foreigners. That's something I'm proud of that we have a quality, that we're very calm. And some can say that we're quiet people because when we eat, we don't really talk just to talk. And something we always joke about is the comparison between Danish people and Greenlanders is during dinner, Danish people talk. And when you go to a cafe here in Nuuk and there's like 50 Greenlanders and 10 Danish people, who will be the loudest? It's the Danish
0: <laughs> people <laughs> it's like Brits and everyone else <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna be in in Copenhagen uh or all around Denmark actually for a week in July my grandparents have never been to Europe so I told them I'm gonna surprise them and take them to Europe and my grandma has a childhood friend from Denmark who she's really close with and she lives in Aalborg. it's in the northern part of yeah, Denmark Albo. like like it's a four-hour drive from Copenhagen yeah. so I think we're gonna go there for well we are I booked the flight we are gonna go there for a week so I'm excited for that Speaking of Denmark, you guys all have Danish passports or anybody in Greenland who has a passport has a Danish passport. Do you feel weird about that? I know there's some political tension between that. Like, I think you should be proud of that in the sense of that it, it only in the sense that it can let you travel to many countries because my wife has a Philippine passport and it's very weak, but a de- but a EU passport is very strong so you can just go to America, you can go to wherever you want to go without having issues. But you guys are different culturally and geographically, everything's different. Is there like some kind of tension between that?
1: Yeah, so we have huge debates going on these weeks, these past few months. About that too, I saw a news article yesterday, I think. I once traveled to Canada for a mental health symposium about suicide prevention. It was within the Arctic Council. So when I was to be represented, I had to stand below the Danish flag. So we don't even have our flag represented at the Arctic Council. And I don't consider myself a Dane. Never have, never will. So it's so weird to constantly have to talk about Denmark too, you know? But there's all this stuff going on with Denmark and Greenland these past few months, especially. They're like investigating what happened. Now they're having a commission to investigate what happened during... Between Greenland and Denmark back in the days, we discovered recently that thousands of women were forcibly given IUDs in the 60s, 70s. And some of them are still alive and some of them still have the old IUD in them.
0: What is an IUD? Like
1: a birth control. The experiment that went in the 50s with sending children from Greenland to Denmark. And many of them lost their language and culture and many of them were like weirdly adopted. So I feel like no apology in the world will make it enough for what the Danish people did to us. And are still doing like our entire system is copy pasted from Denmark a European system for 5 million people we're trying to live after that and we're only fifty thousand, fifty-six thousand people of course it's not gonna work of course it's not working so yeah I see a lot of people wanting to have our own nationality and our own passport you know the Greenlanders that attended the Olympics had to be under Denmark. And every time something good with the De- Greenlandic people happens, the Danish people are like, "Are oh, they from Denmark. These are Danes. We're only good enough when we're doing good for Danish people. I think it's very wrong.
0: What's terrible about what you just said about the Olympics is that Hong Kong and Taiwan are technically under China, but they have their own Olympic teams, as does several other countries that aren't full UN-recognized countries that are in the olympics it's really frustrating to me that greenland is not one of them you guys are only the biggest landmass in the world yeah (laughs) like come on it's not it's not like you're a tiny little glance country that everybody glances over that nobody can see i mean every single map in the world has this freaking massive landmass on the north near the north pole and it's greenland i feel for you i hope that you guys are able to have some more cultural identity and i i appreciate what you're doing with putting it on your face i mean that's that's the most visual thing you can possibly do because you're on camera a lot on your Instagram and stuff. And now you're on camera. And so that is like a statement right there. You know, those two marks, I really love it. It's beautiful. It's traditional. And when Sheena did it um, as well on her face, I was really happy to see that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm so doing it for you.
1: all my ancestors who weren't allowed to practice this tradition. And I'm doing it for my fut- the future kids of Greenland. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for everyone who felt they couldn't be proud of coming from Greenland. And I remember clearly when I got my face tattoo and the first time I stepped out the door and I was about to pick up my daughter from school the power that i felt like i felt so empowered too like happy i didn't do it for anyone but myself many said that's very courageous of you it's like you used to be so pretty and now your face is ruined all that stuff i'm happy to see more and more people practicing this tradition it's something we are considering very sacred and I don't really use my time to like answer questions about these things and sometimes I prefer not to talk about it. People have a hard time understanding this because this is something we just recently revitalized and reclaimed so it's something very new to us even though it's been practiced for thousands of years. The colonization really almost erased us and I'm so proud that we're still here. They tried to erase us but we're still here and uh, the power in that. I cannot describe the feeling.
0: Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I can feel the power through my computer <laughs> screen right now. It, it, it's, it's very powerful. I, I can talk to you all day, honestly, about this stuff, but um, it's, it's been a great chat so far. I think a lot of people are interested in Greenland now. How can they follow you? What's your uh, Instagram handle?
1: So it's Benigno, And I have like periods on the syllables. Can you spell it? P-A period. N I N period N-T-U period A Q like Ba-ni-ngu-wak. It's my name.
0: Panning walk. Yeah. Panning walk. And it's the same. Well, Panning walk.
1: On TikTok, I have the same uh, username on TikTok, so I try to use the same, so people don't have a trouble finding me. I really should be posting more on TikTok, but it's like so time consuming with two kids and a. Busy yeah. life, so I'm mostly on Instagram.
0: Punningwak, I really appreciate your time for this interview. And as a closing statement, if you could say any message to everybody in the world right now, what would you tell them?
1: Greenland is more, much more than social problems. Greenland is much more than polar bears and hunters. Like the people here have so much to give and the stories that needs to be told by the people. I'm so grateful to be giving this platform to use my voice. And I just hope more of this will come in the future for not only me, but for all Greenlanders to have a voice.
0: That was so beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. If you feel inspired by this conversation, please share it with somebody who would enjoy listening. And if you're here for the first time, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Every week, I'm going to be looking through them and highlighting my favorite one. And with that all being said, I will see you guys next week.